wet fucking shrimp. What I do, y'all? This is uh, <laughs> uh, this is Jay Demarco, man, and this is C. Uh, we are the Demarcos, and uh, this is Wet Shrimp. This is episode four. Uh, I want to thank y'all for for being with us thus far, man. It's been an amazing journey so far. Um, we got our first three episodes now as of today. They are on all streaming platforms. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you had no problem finding it. Uh, but for the people that's just finding us, man, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, uh, Twitcher, or whatever that's Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher? Yeah, Stitcher. Never heard of that. You one. never heard of Stitcher? Never heard of uh, that. We're one. on Google Play Podcast. We are on we're on all a bunch of apps that I've never heard of, I've never used. Oh, my right. entire life but um we're there you can okay. find us um but yeah I, I i just want to thank you all for being so supportive so far uh you follow us at wet shrimp pod on all social medias we actually have social media now so that's oh, good okay we do Look have social media. social media we got artwork for the podcast you feel me do we got the blue check do we have the what the blue check no but we do have blue chew and that's who this episode is sponsored by Nah, I'm just fucking with y'all. Um, but no, no bullshit though. If y'all uh want to have excellent sexcapades with your lady, Blue Chew is the way to go. <laughs> how's your, how's your, how's things been with you since the last pod? Any developments? Anything you want to share with our listening sh- audience? Oh, I do have a lot. That I don't want to just dive straight in. You don't want to dive in, but I don't not? know how to warm it up. I always just go straight in. That's crazy. But I gotta do a little foreplay first. You so. gotta do a little foreplay. Do that little is definitely foreplay. different than who you are in real life. Because you definitely <laughs> just like, yo, just do it right now. Fuck. <laughs> it remind me, you seen knocked out, right? She's, I oh, just put it in already. It's like <laughs> I be ready. Yeah, I feel you. Um, well, on my end, I think the last episode we did was my second episode not working. I'm still not working, except now i have settled into bumbo and i'm realizing that part <laughs> of uh they tell you in aa and narcotics anonymous and all those other recovery programs that the first step is realizing that you have a problem and i have a problem um now while i have been you know i've been more or less taking better care of daddy duties and whatnot <laughs> uh but i really have been neglecting myself y'all and um you know this podcast is not for for me to sugarcoat shit you know right, i want to exactly. um I want to keep it real with y'all, man. And um, now, you know, now it's time for me to step up and actually make it do what it do. Um, part of that was getting a professional rig to stream this podcast and uh, video games and whatnot, which sounds like I'm like really just elevating bum game. But um, <laughs> <laughs> this will be a, a way for us both to, to make a lot of money uh, down the line. Um, with your streaming and there's no there's no like um excuses from this point like we got everything that we need in order to, and there's like no there's no like you know for the longest time even when i was trying to do like my youtube thing it was just like dang like okay i don't have this fashion over fit to take this kind of picture or i don't have this wig to you know what i'm saying there's no on-air kind of thing so you could sit here in your sweatpants or i could sit here with like no bra on you know and do what i need to do to get it done like even tonight like we're tired as fuck <laughs> oh my god but that, for anyone that doesn't do a pod man especially if you have kids bro it does make it a little hard because we have to wait until she is asleep and that could be eight o'clock some nights gladly this is one of those nights it was and um sometimes it might be you know midnight that's just the way the cookie crumble cookie crumbles sometimes yeah. damn it's been four episodes of me just not being able to talk bro um the other alternative is just to do it really early in the morning. And I mean, you know, that's fun, but I don't, you get more on my nerves in the morning. So it's probably not the best time. <laughs> I get more on his nerves in the morning. Everything oh gets on my nerves in the morning, bro. <laughs> Light, getting out of bed, existence, air, like it all just pisses me off. Speaking Meanwhile, of I'm air. over here like butterflies and rainbows and sunshines. Oh, that's how you think you are in the morning? Yeah, that, that's how I, f- I feel like I am. Maybe no, I'm you not. are literally like an angry sloth in the morning. Angry sloth. Yes. <laughs> now, you, don't, you don't move very fast, but <laughs> oh my God, if you are not a raging ball of fire in the mornings. What? I always feel so jolly. You feel jolly? I do. Once you actually um, get up and have something, water, a coffee, sunlight, you're usually good, but until that moment happens, it's it's a little rough, man. But um, I'm excited, man. I I can't wait though. We're gonna do like an unboxing because everything is gonna come in in one shipment. No, 
Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a resounding I don't want, yes. I like. I like. I don't know. I've been learning how to like a part of my spiritual journey. If you guys didn't know, I am on a spiritual journey. But you know, just um, celebrate my wins in private. So, mm. like, as I elevate, I just want to like, just elevate. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to like feel like I didn't tell and display it to the world. Like, oh, this is what I got. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's when you lose your um your blessings, so to speak, when you do things like that. So that's interesting. I I, I some part of me believes that. Um, I try not to because I used to be all about that, especially when I was like creating music was like my life. You know, it was pretty much get off work and then just do that, go to sleep, go to work and then come home and do that all day, every day, pretty much. All right. Um, just celebrating successes. Like, oh, you know, I just reached my hundredth subscriber. Or, Yo, last night. I remember there was this one night. We, it was the best show. We was opening up for the lots. And I remember there was a dude in the audience that just gave me like all the money in his wallet, you know, like just celebrating moments like that was cool. But then I, it, I noticed and you pointed it out a couple people. You pointed it out way before I noticed it, it was like, <laughs> yo, this nigga, if he, if he had the chance, he would literally stab you. Like he doesn't know. He's not, that's not your friend. He's not a supporter, you know? And I noticed in people's, even though I felt like I was the same person, by screaming my successes, mm-hmm. it made people around me say, mm, "Yeah, oh, yeah we, we but a lot of that. that, like you know, I I think okay, I don't think that you should like okay, the way the way you what I got from what you just said is like oh because I was screaming my successes and made these people feel like this, but I don't mean it from that standpoint. However, that's something that they have to deal with if they are if they are like feeling. If they're feeling like jealous or something, or je- you know, jealousy towards like you getting ahead, like you know, that's that's on them. But ver- like, if it's like, I mean, I don't want to block something for my, like, I don't want to gloat. I'm just for my end. I'm not saying like to make somebody else jealous. I don't care how anybody else receives my information that I take out. I don't care how they digest it. I just personally don't want to put it out in that way. Like, I rather just keep it to myself and like celebrate. In my little area. So when you yeah. say like, okay, blocking your blessings, you're more talking about like future come ups. Right. Like if I get into the habit of, oh, y'all check this out. Look what I got. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't want to have that kind of energy for myself. I don't care about how somebody else feels. I don't care about, I don't care about that. Because people true. already think that I just have like millions of dollars yeah. and I'm just, you know. <laughs> It needs to be balanced, man, because on the opposite side of that, I see it happens a lot is and it's happened to me a few times. I see people saying things like on the opposite side is, oh, that could never be me. Yeah, I, that that'll never happen to me. And then next thing you know, it, it hit them 10 times as hard as it would the average person, mm-hmm. whether it be with drugs, whether it be with relationship issues, whether it be with work situations. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I know that happened to me, especially with work. Like I, I'll never slave for a job like that, boy. That man, that nigga, love his job. <laughs> and then I find myself, you know, waking up cold sweats one o'clock in the morning. Like, oh shit, I'm late for work. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like Did that a lot. Yeah, man. So it's uh, it's, it's on both sides of it, man. But um, so I mean, how do you how do you adequately like show appreciation for your blessings? You know, you just. I mean, I think that if if I like I wouldn't do an unboxing of, oh, look at all of this that I got. And because anybody that's smart can just Google what the heck that is. And they'd be like, oh, my God, they spent, you know, whatever amount of dollars on this monitor. You know what I'm saying? Like versus me just saying, oh, you know, or me going posting on Facebook, like a live stream of me playing a video game. You know what I'm saying? And people, oh, okay, she has a gaming computer, but it's not like I'm breaking down each piece and people can sit there and pocket watch. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, this is my stream. Same like with the videos. Um, If I was to do YouTube videos, like, and it said my, my quality is like A1, right? You got the blurred background, the crisp uh, 1080 or 2140 or whatever the heck, the 2160p you know, image of myself and whatnot, like versus if I was, it's totally different vibes if I go into an unboxing and how I set up my setup or whatever and everything versus, or if they just see my video. 
damn, there was a lot that's happened since we've last recorded. Yeah, there's been a, there's been, been a lot. There's been a lot happening in the world. I've just kind of done myself the favor, like tuning out of all politics and everything, because every time I turn, it's like, oh, this tax thing, and he's cutting things with private prison, and I'm like, I don't know what to believe, good or bad. Yeah, I don't. I think what's most important, what I think that all Black people need to do is get a passport. <laughs> Yeah, get a passport. But no, seriously, like they just they need to not get so involved because the anything that happens in politics, anything that happens in politics has nothing at all to do with us for black people at all. There's nothing, anything any politician can say that's going to has to has it's not written. There's literally not written in the code for us. Like nothing is designed for us. Nothing. We have to create our own thing and then we can't look especially people that are on welfare and i understand that everyone needs help i understand that you know it seems like it's a good thing you know what i'm saying but it's not helping us at all and it's actually making you become more complacent so if you're if it's kind of like a crackhead if you continue giving them the crack then you know they're just going to stay on the crack you know but when you slowly start to wean them off of it and let them see that they don't have to be dependent on that to feel that kind of euphoria and they can create that on their own, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it means a little bit more to them, you know, versus just giving it to them, that euphoria. But I don't, I think that if, if we show, because again, like not everyone, and they don't teach you it in schools either, but a lot of people in our community, we haven't had the opportunity to learn about like any financial literacy, you know? But I think if you show people that actually genuinely want to learn and want to like, you know, make a difference and understand that it's not going to be an easy process. If you show them and start coaching people on how to like budget and, you know what I'm saying, and manage their finances and things like that. Like, I think that that in turn will help them find that euphoria versus replacing one bad habit with another bad habit. That's true. With that, okay, you know, you can. What's the line from any song? You can give a man a plate, but can't force him to eat. Yeah. You can give people the resources. And I think if you give everybody the resources, I honestly don't think a majority of them will take advantage of it. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. But if you help that 10%, that might help the community out tenfold. Exactly. If 10% more of black people were financially literate, that doesn't just increase our dollar by 10%, like that has a way bigger effect because it's 10% people out there putting money back into the community. And then that's people actually getting- Is it actually doing that though? Like yeah. you can't, like that's the thing, like when it comes to like black businesses too, like they can't, you can't say, oh, I'm going, to, it doesn't just stop at, oh, okay, I'm going to spend my money at, I don't know, what's a black business to say? Oh, I'm going to spend my money at wearing off-white, right? And is it black? Yes. Well, the CEO is black. That's a black. Okay. Yes. And um, we'll say, okay, I'm going to buy all off white. That's all you wear is off white. But if the owner of off white is taking his money and spending it at Gucci and taking his money and spending it at Walmart and Target, then it's not circulating in our community. It's still doing the same thing. Off white has to then take his money. And I don't know the name of them, but they make those purses with like the T and the E. If he goes and buys some of their purses or something like that, or, or take it and um, what spend it with Christian Louboutin, you know, or spend his, you know, what I'm saying, or, or give it to some smaller influencers or something, or smaller um, fashion designers and stuff like that. Like when I think about investing in black business, I don't ever think about bigger brands like that. Like I always think about the liquor store in the corner, black churches, like shit like that. Right local black community right. I, I never really think about it on a bigger level because i don't really trust any big company that says it's black owned is actually black owned true yeah i, I never believe that to be true is yeah. you can slap a black face on anything i don't seen in the podcast world i don't seen charlemagne get a a a, a, a big position over at our heart but it was like like Joe Bunnan is now head of creative equity or something like that. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but he gets to say that, like, oh, okay, like, 
you know, they're bringing more black people on board so I can help blacks and do this mm-hmm. and do that. But it's like, are you really? Right. You know you what I mean? Put more pocket in the white man. Right. And put more money in the white man's pocket. Right. <laughs> like Charlemagne has the Black Effect Network, which is awesome. It's all black creators. Mm-hmm. But if it's all going to right. a white owned company, then is it really? He should have broke away from that and done his own thing. Right. He has enough pull to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Even as an employee of iHeart working on the radio, you but can have your own thing over here. You don't have to involve everything with this one entity. Charlemagne gives me stingy vibes, though. So like, I don't think he'll like. I ain't stingy? Gonna put, I ain't finna put put my money in this. I'm getting close to retirement. Oh kind man, of thing. that's crazy. <laughs> you know? I get the opposite vibe from him, but maybe I'm biased because you know I really look up to that motherfucker. Yeah, I I get super stingy vibes from him. That's crazy. I'm sorry to hear that. You say. I just feel like he's one of them people that just like puts he he puts a lot of the people around him on. He's like the yeah, no, he, he may put them on, but I don't think that he's gonna spend his personal money to start a network for black people. And you know what I'm saying? I feel like he's one of like oh no, black people that whole you know putting a plate in front of them, you can't make them eat kind of thing that you said. You know, so that's what I think at least. So that's crazy because I look at him like I look at Kevin Hart. You know, um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is definitely somebody I feel like has put on a lot of people around him. Oh, please. Kevin Hart. You don't think so? I am I am all about black people getting their money, but Kevin Hart is in that same batch. With, well, no, I can't say that because they're old. But Kevin Hart playing it too safe. He's not going to jeopardize. If it came down to it. And look at his fucking wife. I don't know what his wife is. She white? She's not black. I think she's like uh-huh. Asian. Oh, that's, I ain't going to say it's worse, so I don't come off as racist, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, like, I think she's, like, Filipino or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. He fell for the whole exotic thing? I don't know what the hell it is, but he's, <laughs> yeah, that's the whole other thing, but no, I don't, like, I'm so, I'm, I'm, it's, like, that's like black girls dating white men and they're saying, oh, I'm pro-black. No, you're not. I they, don't see that. But uh, thank you so much. Like even so white people that side that are, that are like allies, like thank you for like but it's not about you. Yeah. Like it's not about you. It's it's about these people over That's here. That's true. You know? That's true. So like when people I think we we mix it like that, it's not about you anymore. Yeah. Now it's about these people over here. Thank you so much. Like, you know, I'm not saying that you're help that like you're not helpful mm-hmm. or like we don't want your help. Thanks. Do your part. But it's still not about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's interesting because that that goes back to what you were saying as far as like screaming successes and whatnot. Like people that align themselves very closely with the black community, it's like when you go out there screaming about it, then you kind of almost take away from it mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you can be an ally and just help silently. Exactly. You can be there just to okay, what can I do? Versus acting like oh. I know more about the black community than you white people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm here doing this and I'm doing that. I see that a lot, man. And it's 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 nasty, to tell you the truth. It's real nasty. That's like, um, what were, you were listening to a podcast with that one lady, the full pump court, some full court pumps. You know yeah, yeah. And um, what's her what's her name? Mandy. Okay. So her, and she was saying, um, remember she was saying something about, because she's biracial, she's not considered black, and yeah. how dark skinned girls think that she doesn't have the deal with the black struggle and blah 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 blah. Yeah, like things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like people like that, the ones when you were talking about like shouting your successes, da 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 da. That is why we say, okay, yeah, thanks, but just stay over there. Yeah, <laughs> like she's prime example. So roughly, I'm gonna let so you you guys can know. Uh, the lady was saying that because she's not, she gets a lot of flack from like her friends and stuff because she's not dark skinned. And they say that, you know, she doesn't have to deal with being black or whatever because she's biracial. <clears throat> so with my, like as a dark skinned black woman, I can say that, no, you don't have to deal with it. And the fact that her, maybe tell so Tell them what the whole thing, like what her thing was about. From, from my memory is 
what she was saying was that it's almost like people discredit her input on black issues because she's light skinned. And not only That's is she light skinned, she's biracial. Right. It's not just an issue because she said, oh, I have light skin privilege, which is true. Mm-hmm. So she may not understand the full black experience like because she can. I mean, she's not going to pass as a white woman, but you could pass as Hispanic. You could pass as mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. that you wanted to. You can identify based on what crowd you're in, what you're going to identify as that day. Right. No matter what, nobody, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, is. if I told them, hey, I identify as white, they're going to call me out on my bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Someone like that can be like, oh, I am. Yeah. You know, and I think that there's, there's a certain privilege with that to be able to do that. Right. I mean, I've seen it firsthand in my family. I come from a mixed race family. I've seen all sides of it. I've seen how they treat the white people in my family. I've seen how they treat the mixed people in my family. And I've seen how they treat me and my mom's. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that everybody got it out for us, but it's it's a different treatment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, and and I think that's basically what she was saying it, on both sides. She recognizes that she has a privilege. She wishes that she had no. more of a... <laughs> You don't think she did? No, I don't think that's what she was saying. She was like, if her if she's with her dark skin friends and they are talking about like you know their struggles and she tries to put input, she <clears throat> always get like shot down. And she was ups- like she was making a complaint about that. And it's like as a dark again as a dark skinned black woman, if I am in the mix, if I am talking to my other dark skinned friends, and yes, you may be there as a biracial woman. If I'm talking to my other dark skinned friends, I don't want your input. Because you don't know what we deal with. And on top of that, like, she is, like, she built her brand off of sexual things. Like, that's all, she, that's all I've ever heard her talk about. And I was introduced to her from you. And that's all I've ever heard come out of her mouth. You know, so it's like, that, especially being a light-skinned woman, you know, that is the, that's the fetish. It's like, oh, exotic, you know, sex, sex, sex. That's that's the big fetish. So you are already appeasing to that. So I don't see where you have, um, I don't see where you're, because uh, with us, dark-skinned women, we only get, see sexual, like, sexualization from white, creepy men. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, somebody that's like that, you know? We don't get sexy or, you know, whatever from our, our people that we want it from. We don't really get sexy or sex, you know, from anybody unless we're like half naked and oiled down, you know? So like, but she built that. That's her thing. So I don't see where she's having pushback. So it's like, yeah, I mean, if I'm in a circle of my dark skinned friends, I'm talking to like, girl, yeah, like, you know, this man, or I couldn't even get a call back from this job because my hair is too nappy or something like that. Like, I don't need you to chime in. If I'm understanding correctly, her mom's white, right? Yeah. And her... So if I know she was single family home or both her parents was there. I don't think her dad was there. Okay. So you grew up with the white side of your family. Yeah. What do you know about a black experience? I feel that way a lot. I, Besides and, being biracial in a white family, you know, there's that whole, oh, you know, I don't know how to do your hair kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Or and people say very ignorant shit. If you look different than everybody else in the family. Right. Very ignorant stuff as far as that goes. And like, oh, like, what do you eat? I eat the same thing as you motherfuckers. Like, I don't have no specialized diet just because I'm black. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I like what we eat pasta tonight. What's it? Pizza? We mm-hmm. eating chicken? Like, whatever. You don't got to do the fried chicken a certain way. Like, I'm probably not going to like it as much as my mom's shit. But, right. you know, I'm going to still eat it. You know, it's not like, oh, shit, like. You found a stray cat on the road and don't know, okay, what do you give a cat? And you on Google, like, what do black people eat? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever's for dinner is for dinner. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, um, yeah, that's interesting, man. But then go- going off with the last thing you were saying, right? Like, what do you know about a black experience? Because I-, I see that a lot with rappers. And that's, like, one of my biggest gripes. When it comes to colorism, it's like, we see it a lot in hip-hop. You have... I bring this up to you a lot, but for the people listening to the podcast, like you have the trifecta of like mixed race rappers and J. Cole, Drake, and Logic, and how the three of them how get did treated. I know that Elwood was going to come out. In yeah. This? Oh my God. Yeah. It's like a, <laughs> it's a weird mix because it's like all of them white mom, black dad. Mm-hmm. They're all, none of them is any more black than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. They all have the same experience. 
if you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, the whitest one, quote unquote, of them logic probably had the toughest upbringing. Probably more aligned with the black experience as far as like having friends that sold crack and having a father that was addicted to drugs and like all these things. Not to say these things are like inherently black, but what I'm saying is like what America thinks of black people, that we are very poor and that we're crack babies and like all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Right. He has that versus Drake, who came from a Jewish family, child actor and J. Cole, whose black experience was he was very athletic very good at basketball things like that so his upbringing is a little different but i just found that interesting you know because like if we hear logic say nigga it's like <gasps> and he has you know what i mean and people say what they say about it but it's not like a regular part of his music versus the other two throw it around so freely and you know if you like know drake's history is like well where do you get off saying that you know what i mean especially with pictures of him in blackface floating around the internet regardless of whatever the artistic meaning was behind the shit there's something that you did you know what i mean and i just find that interesting man yeah the black I never experience liked is very weird anyway so as a person his music all of that i no. damn that's I really, crazy i don't really care for him that's crazy but i can understand it yeah but i, I think that that's again that's black people appropriate and allow him to feel that way so that y'all let him feel welcomed if y'all told him that he wasn't shit and let him know that then he wouldn't do all those kind of things so it's up to that's on y'all damn we really should as a community do that more often yeah like when i see uh you know that whoa vicky chick oh my god yes and just like oh i see just a little post every now and then come on my timeline somebody repost some shit like oh proud to be african-american or something and we feed into that versus just cutting it off mm-hmm like literally these black owned media outlets will we give literally that attention. have all the power if they if we all unsubscribed from or unfollowed one person all that money we can watch somebody's whole life just crumble they just did it with the the stock market exactly why, why couldn't you do it we could literally just say say um i don't remember the last artist to do some shit that was kind of racist i think like that uh the Danny Lay, I think her name is, came out with like some Yellow Bone song. People were like oh, yeah. up in arms about yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aloha was talking about that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. listen to the song, so I don't really know what it's about. But apparently, it caused an uproar. But she's white, which is, is she? weird. Yeah, she's like a white Hispanic or something like that. No black whatsoever. None. Can you be Yellow Bone and not be black? No, I don't think so either. No, I don't even think you can be mixed and be Yellow Bone. I don't think so neither. I think you gotta be. That's like dark. That's like our daughter. Yeah. <laughs> black is a, a weird thing, bro. It like the light skinnedness to skip the whole generation. Yeah. <laughs> or really, too, if you really think about it. But yeah. But then just... she ended up getting uh, shaded on because he left her. <laughs> and he's like, he left her. She was like, oh, I'm officially single now. He left her and, and like posted on Facebook. She tried to be ahead of it, get ahead of it, but he beat her to it. He posted on Facebook. Talking about the like, baby? Yeah, he posted on, oh no, I'm sorry, Instagram saying that he um wanted India Love to be his uh Valentine this year. And then she gonna post, <laughs> and then like a few minutes later, she gonna post on her um Instagram live, uh officially single. Like, bitch, he already beat you to it. We know you're single. <laughs> yeah. And you are irreplaced. Like the song, I guess she was like talking about, like really down, like, you know, trying to like downplay it or boast Yellow Bones or whatever herself up. But you're you're not like you're not anything special i'm gonna see if i can find that because i, I want to hear well we probably can't put music on here goddamn look up um you could look up eloho and she'll it talks about it in there oh yeah yeah it's oh, like what her you, most recent video too um damn i forgot what i was about to say you was just talking about this shit too what is it with like rappers dating and fucking the same women i don't know who india love is i just know her name keeps coming up with rappers i guess whoever if a hey, yo dog she she loosey goosey so hey i'm gonna jump on it too i don't understand what i wish i knew what came into the mind of a man when it comes to like having sex like what is the appease of it you know what i'm saying like i don't Wait, i don't like what is the thrill of just like hunching a whole bunch of women like i don't understand the thrill of it like why do you want to do that 
you know, I feel like it's very, I, I honestly feel like, and it could be just because it's me, but I feel like it's very um, adolescent or amateur to immature to like have that mindset that, oh, like this validates me as a man if I do this, you know, or this validates me as a human if I fuck all these women or, you know what I'm saying? Like that is like the new pair of Jordans, you know, you know, and I don't feel like it shouldn't, you shouldn't be defined by how many women you have sex with. You shouldn't be defined by what kind of clothes you wear. Like you should like wear the clothes that you want to wear because you like it mm-hmm. or because it's comfortable, not because you feel like that. that's what validates you as, yeah. a, as a man. The crazy shit about that is that men going around trying to impress each other and they really don't want to do it, a lot of them. It's like, I don't want to have to keep this image up or do these things, but I feel like I have to. And it's like, we're all trying to impress people that don't want to do this shit either. <laughs> I see that happen a lot. Like, as we get older, it's like, man, man, I don't even know. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> and it's like, bro, yeah, I wouldn't have done that either if I was you. You know what <laughs> I mean? And you you thought we was going to be like, oh, and we might be like, oh, now nah, you pussy if you don't. Oh, man, you're you not going to try to hit that or whatever the case is. We might say it, but on the inside, we're like, man, everybody has had that, bro. You might fuck around and get something you can't get rid of exactly. fucking with that chick. But it's like, okay, well, he wants to do that, so we got to give him shit for it because that's what men do. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's just interesting, man. We literally go around impressing people that don't have any interest. Yeah, Mm-mm. I think it. I think it means more of a man that could like understand, like, okay, I, I don't like this. I don't want to do this, and I don't have. I I can. I can talk to this woman without feeling like I need to get into her pants. Like I can talk to have have an intelligent conversation with this person and really get to know them without being sexually stimulated. Like I feel like being able to have like power or control over your body and your mind, like that is the the most attractive thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a lot of women that out there. If you are a woman listening to this, like let me know in the comments like do you agree? I feel I feel like that's what what's most attractive. A man that has control over their mind and body and tells me like, oh, like, no, I don't need like no, I don't need you to take your clothes off. Let's just like you know just lay here and hug each other, you know. Like I just want to like <laughs> cuddle you or like hey, let me just like oh your skin is smooth. Like let me just do this or do that. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. I like, just control. And I see a lot of people, a lot of women share that sentiment, but then they meet a guy like that. And it's just like a, and I understand like a lot of women have been crossed by it's like oh he's too good to be true and it turns out he was like perfect guy. I remember we were talking about Shameless a couple episodes ago. You remember like she was dating the the Irish nigga and he was just like fucking perfect for her in every way. And then she goes to his house drunk one night and he this nigga got a whole wife and kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean it's a TV show, but shit like that happens in real life where you get real comfy with someone and he just drops a bombshell on you like oh hey i trade and fuck niggas on the side but that's (laughs) not that's somebody that's not being honest i mean someone that's truly comfortable being honest and like you know like that literally lets down their ego but what i'm saying is some women will meet a man like that but because somebody already fucked it up for that man before like it's shit that oh this ain't got nothing to do with me but she got a guard up because somebody else treated her like shit yeah and so as a result she may treat him like shit i don't think i understand that because like it's like oh man i'm in love with this man's mind body and soul but Mm -hmm. the last time i felt like this i got my heart broke that's not that's not how fiona was like she walked in on this man having a whole wife i would have been pissed off too she gave him the benefit of the doubt but that happened to her before. Way early on in like season two or three. Oh. Where okay. She had like that one dude she was dating. He just disappeared out of nowhere. Oh, what was his name? I know he was talking about he like stole cars. Yeah, his name yeah. was I think Steve or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Some lame shit. But yeah, nigga just up and left one day and then tried to pop back at, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. And she's like, fuck you, Ben. <laughs> so that hurt she didn't date nobody for a while probably was out fucking met this guy they got along well and then after he pulled shit like that she crashed her car had a drunk accident started getting drunk yelling at people fighting getting arrested and shit and it's like you know yeah like that shit hurts bro and he probably kept on like his wife was cool 
No, homeboy had to leave. Remember, he had to leave. Had to leave his his wife. No, Steve or something like that. He had to. Leave. No, he remember did not. Yeah, huh? Remember they they caught him in like a truck or something like that. Remember the truck? Somebody kidnapped him in the truck. There was they kidnapped him in the truck, and then we didn't hear anything back from him. Remember, we didn't hear nothing back from him after he got kidnapped, and then he came back, and he just got in the car and left. Oh, see, this this was my first time watching the show since 2016, so I don't oh, I don't really to, yeah, remember. Yeah, we gotta that. go back to that episode and look at that because he got kidnapped, and I remember he getting kidnapped in a truck, and he was gone for a long time. I was like, "Fuck, he's dead." I was like, "They done killed him," and he came back. Hmm. He came back and showed his face, and then he, like, just left after that. He, like, drove away at, like, Wisconsin or some shit. See, sometimes I get it mixed up with the U.K. version because that nigga just disappeared. <laughs> i like, never seen just, the U.K. one. It's very short, and it's a little more true to who the characters actually are, but it's not so dramatic. Like, yeah. it's just straight comedy. To me, anyway, I'm pretty sure over there, <laughs> what's comedy to us is, like, they're normal, you know? Yeah. It's some wacky shit over there, bro. I try to watch some of their shows, and I'm just like, bro, like, mm-hmm. I don't see how you can get by with that kind of talking. I can't do that. Like, that Game of Thrones, thou art the thing. Like, I don't know. That's how they talk. And it's it depends of- on where you're from. It's just like America. Like, somebody from California don't sound like nobody from Fort Myers. Yeah, but I will be able to listen to them talk. I don't know. I don't know. Them California niggas, it's hard. Yeah, sup, bro? Yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, welcome a dog, man. And I was like, yeah, man, let's get some za. <laughs> like, some za? What the fuck is za, nigga? Some pizza, man. Like, who the fuck calls it za? What, since when? Let's get some za. Let's get some za, yeah, some za. <laughs> Shit is crazy, man. Um, But, yeah, let's move on, man, because I did want to talk about some of these, uh, these things we had written down, one of which... Was a uh, well. This is a job ad right here. Mostly black love. <laughs> black love. We were talking about the uh, the provider thing, and oh, there yes. was a post going around yes. on social media. It's going on shade room, Twitter, all of that. But I will read it here for the listenership. If I can move this little dialogue out of my computer screen, so it's basically saying, um, you know, it's having a conversation. I'm assuming this is probably baby mom because I don't assume you'll talk to your wife like this. But it starts out with her saying, do my part. The fuck? He says, yes. If I'm paying the bills and the mortgage and being the provider and protector that you want me to be, then little things like needing new socks and long johns should be handled by you. That's the part of upkeeping the home. She say, what I look like, part of you being a provider is also providing for yourself. You a whole grown man. He, you missing the point. We'll talk more about this when I get home. How you feel about that? Number one, if you ever talk to me like that, then we ain't doing no talking. I'm jumping my bones. I'm jumping all the bones. <laughs> oh, that's what shrimp for your ass. <laughs> but um, I think that that's like, I'm assuming just by reading it that she stays at home. Because she said upkeeping the home. You know what I'm saying? And she doesn't work. And I'm assuming that this is, I don't know if it's like a wife or not, but. No, nah, she's probably not a wife. Well, she may be a wife. I don't know. I don't the only say, reason I say not mortgage. a wife because this is a... Uh, and yeah, you shouldn't have a mortgage with somebody you're not right. married to. But my thing is like that kind of conversation shouldn't be happening before you, after you marry somebody. That's true. You should go into the marriage knowing those things. So I'm a little confused. But I feel like maybe... I don't, I'm, I want to say that maybe they're just having an argument. Because sometimes when we argue and like, we'll say some things and it's like, you know, people probably think, oh, like, well, shouldn't he already know that? And it's like, yeah, but it's just like we arguing. You know, it's not like he it's just, jaw, just throw that that yeah. bacon grease to him. But um, yeah, no, I think that I think that's true. Like, if my if I am if I have the privilege to stay at home and I'm upkeeping my house, that's a part of it. Like, I know when I was a stay at home wife for a minute, that was my thing. I would just regularly do that. Hey, you know, come home and I got new underwear, socks. You know, and it's not like it's my job, but to do that. But it's like, hey, women, <laughs> I. Women, some women know, especially like if you have a husband, you know that men don't think that way. They don't think like, oh, like, dang, these socks and underwear, it's about time. I bought these like six months ago. I got a few holes in them. It's about time for me to go purchase some new ones. A lot of them don't think that way, especially if they're hardworking, working 12 hours, coming home, barely want to take a shower. And you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't think about that. But me, they, that's where the women come into play. Like the, we're multifaceted, we're multi, mo, we can multitask. You know, that's 
where we come in. A lot of the times, like, that's just it. So Sometimes, because I agree with both sides. On his side, he is sacrificing a good amount of his day and his time, his mental wealth or health and physical as well to provide these things on the other side of that going to work and paying bills is a very easy thing it pretty much doesn't change you can have mortgage and bills and shit on auto pay to where you never have to open an account that's how i have my shit i'm never surprised when a bill comes out the money is there and you know i make sure that my bills don't exceed xyz and it's always taken care of as far as going to work you damn near depending on where you what you do for a living but let's say this is the average 40 dollars a week monday through friday x amount let's say 15 hour whatever the case is you do the same shit every day versus if you are stay at home your day-to-day duties change there is no clocking out you have to make your hours kind of on the fly now, granted, if you're like a super mom, you know, okay, 78, got to get Timmy ready, drop Timmy off at school, then I got yoga practice, I got to do this, come home clean, take a nap, do dinner, and then violin lesson, this, that. If that's what your life requires, clearly this person is not that. So your day-to-day changes. Okay, damn, this busted. I need to make sure that I go get this. Okay, damn, he's got needs over here. Like, he's low on this. I need to make sure I replenish that. You know, like just today, like, fuck, we ain't got no cheese or no pasta sauce. You know, <laughs> it doesn't seem like a big thing, but it's like, damn, like you have to keep up with all of that. And it's not consistent on a day to day basis. The day to day changes yeah, frequently. The day yeah. can change in the middle of the day. You yeah. might get a call and you got like something that's going to take a few hours of your time. And then you got a teacher calling you saying your son is acting up or got suspended and you need to come get him or whatever the case is. But I didn't get that. I didn't get that. She's exhausted from this. I'm not saying that she's not. Yes. Yeah, she I said what that. I look like. Yeah. I think so that he's offended. asking for help. Yeah. I, that's what I think. I think he's asking for help. Maybe he's like, Hey, like uh, just help me up. Keep like, I just need this. Could you get me some of this? You know, like I don't, I don't get that from her. Like, I what I get from her end is that she's just exhausted and tired of him. I think that is more so that not like the what I'm doing at home is exhausting, you know, because I can only speak for myself. But when a woman is well taken care of in the home. You got energy for days, especially if I know like like if I know, okay, hey, like I'm I'm. I got money in my account. I can go, I can go get my nails, my toes, my hair done whenever I want to. Like I'm taken care of. You know what I'm saying? I my kid, I can go buy my daughter. I have I have whatever is needed for me to be able to do whatever I need to do for the house and for myself. You know what I'm saying? There's no there's <laughs> there's there's nothing. Yeah. If there's nothing. I don't know. Like, and that's just speaking for me. But I don't, I don't know too many of my friends i don't know too many that don't feel the same like if they got everything that they need then that's why you see so many women like that's dating celebrities and the man's cheating you know and it's like well i have everything that i need my everything that i have i need is taken care of just don't bring the bitch here yeah you know what i'm saying like i see it all the time yeah that is uh, I I will say for me spending these last few weeks staying on it, this shit suck. And I can't <laughs> wait to go back to work. I'm just in a position where I'm blessed enough that I don't have to to do that, and I can actually invest time into making money other ways. All right. As I'm putting money to the side, I guess the hard point is like letting it go, because I'm so used to just save, 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 and I have invested that we've done in the past, like put in a few thousand dollars on like a mutual fund or whatever the case is only to like get to a point where it's like, okay, I've seen a good enough investment. Let me get it out yeah, and like do whatever I need to do with it. And it's just hard to let it go. Yeah. It's just, it, I like to see it pile up. Um, especially with 
after coming off the last four years we've had, well, what's his name? Like, I'm not really in a rush to put money into anything because just because he's not president anymore doesn't mean we're not going to see the effects of the shit, everything that he fucked up. Yeah. You know, I might put money into something that is really going to fuck me for the next 10 <laughs> years. Even if 50 years from now it's to come up, it may that may be $10,000 I need to buy guns or invest yeah, in a bunker, exactly. you know? <laughs> I might need that and yeah. I ain't got time to be waiting 30 days and then have my money penalized and taxed and taxed again. For me to get, you know, 70% of what I put in, I need all that money. Right. I need yeah. all of that. But enough of that, man. Um, We also wanted to talk about this other issue. And me and you had like very... uh, Yeah, you. I know this part going to get me heated. I'm happy we saved this one for last. Yeah. This but is, uh, um, let me see what I got here. So what I'm about to play is a video. It's going on. I never know what's viral on TikTok. Everything is viral to me on TikTok because I don't use TikTok. So anything that comes across my feed, I assume everybody in the world has seen. And it is incredibly popular and important to okay, American ladies, media culture. Okay, ladies. I need y'all help with this one. To yeah. Wrap me up, I need ladies. to, uh, I should put an NSFW <laughs> <laughs> tag or something because I'm sure it's going to piss people off. But let's, uh, let's take a listen right quick. Most way. black women are raised to be independent. Most black women are raised to be strong, mm -hmm. tough, independent, and don't take no shit. If the daddy wasn't shit, I'll raise you alone by myself, be a strong black woman. So they come into the game with their guard up ready. Now, a Spanish girl is raised to serve. Let's face it, they're raised to serve. If one time I had, I swear to God, I'm at a girl's house having dinner. I got out with my own plate, put it in the garbage, put it in the sink. Her mom spazzed on her in Spanish. About da 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 Now, in the black woman's house, if I get up with my own plate, she gonna say, that's a he damn good shit. nigga. He got his own <laughs> shit. I like him, Shirley. He got his own shit. But Maria better get up and get that plate and get it washed and show him you are a wife. How'd you feel about that? SPS. Explain. Bullshit. Because he's in a sense saying that because we're not, you know, serving him in a certain particular way that he wants to be served, that he recognizes as servitude, that we're not uh, worthy of marriage or we're not designed for or equipped for marriage. And it's like, that's not it at all. I feel like, honestly, I feel like a black woman... I feel like a black woman is the most strong backbone kind of woman, you know what I'm saying, that you could have on your team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we come, we deal, we have to deal with so much, not just in our homes, but out in the real world too. And I'm not trying to sit here and say, oh, oppression, 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 but like we deal with a lot, just like, okay. At work, I have to, I have to walk on my tippy toes to not try to come off as being intimidating or aggressive because I say, I don't know, like somebody may ask me a question and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't understand that. Could you explain it further? You know, me saying it like that, it may come up to some. Oh, she's already trying to snap. Why are you trying to snap? She's catty. Right? You know? She has, oh, she's, she's sassy. Oh, that's that's too much sass. Oh, yeah. what's all the sass? It's like I didn't yeah. have any sass. I just didn't because I didn't smile when I said it. Yeah. Why do I have to smile when I say something? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like the tones. So like you always you're we're con like I know we're constant even with you. I have to like constantly like try to figure out my tone or my tone of voice. You know what I'm saying? So I don't come off seeming like that. You know, and it's always like that's a constant thing. You know? So I don't see I don't know. That's just like I don't see how he could muster up to say, but he likes skin too, so who cares? That's another thing, too. So my opinion on it, and it probably doesn't matter as much me being a black male and not a black woman. But my opinion on it was that he wasn't talking bad about anyone. I think, if anything, he may have been talking bad about Hispanic women, because what I got from it is that he was basically just saying the differences in culture. He's saying that Hispanic women are basically raised to be like. Obviously, 
women in general are raised to be right hands to men and men are raised to be right hands to women. But that he is saying that Hispanic women, like their culture is like, yo, your husband comes before your own needs, damn near. You know what I mean? So you should be at his every beck and call. And no matter what, there's no divorce and all, all of that kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to be if he drops something, you need to be right there picking it up. Right. He's not saying that black women are not worthy of being married. I think I don't think that's what he's saying. But that's exactly the first thing that he said, like when black women aren't raised to be like married, like married or something like that, raised to be independent. He said black women aren't raised to serve, I think. From from my memory of what we just watched, run it back, run it, run back. it back. The beginning. Let's see, let's see. A Spanish woman, they're raised to to be a wife. But why isn't a black woman raised that? Most way? black women are raised to be independent. Most black women. Yes. Women are black. Women are raised to be independent, not wives. Maybe it's not it could, saying be, that maybe you're it could not... be his terms. Maybe he shouldn't say that. Oh, the, the, maybe he shouldn't use wife. He should say that Spanish women are raised to serve. But to me, the two aren't a wife. independent of each other. You can be your wife and independent. To me, but he, he should he be. Have said that he should have said that. That 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 is not in the clip. Obviously, it's edited, but they should have put that part in there. So yeah. what I'm taking from that is that he's saying that black women. She she, she, she checked them on it immediately. Like, okay, well, why aren't black women? He's saying I think he they're said, raised to be independent. Exactly, independent. And what is independent? Look up the definition of independence, because I'm pretty sure it means standing alone. Independent is and a, he, and he, and, and oh, his example. In his example, he said, oh, yeah, like your daddy wasn't shit, so you could do this by yourself. Maybe I need to stop smoking because I didn't I didn't I didn't see that independent, free from outside control, not depending on another's authority. What what's wrong with that? That's one definition or not depending on another for livelihood or subsistence. OK, so you think that a wife because I'm a wife and I don't think that I depend on you for livelihood or substance. But he's saying in the aspect of to serve. As in maybe he's looking at Hispanic culture like if something happens to the man, then the woman doesn't eat. Right. Versus in black culture. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but that you understand that like he's saying that that is what a wife is like. That's I guess okay, so that makes it that makes it clear. Like he sees a wife as being someone that if this something happens to me, you don't eat. You wash my dishes. You like that man, oh, you upkeep the house. You purchase the the drawers and, and the socks. Okay, I'll I'll reword because I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I just my opinion of it I just feel like is because I, I obviously the woman in this the video feels somewhat the same way you do because it sounded like she was like well you know what about yeah. us is that he may possibly be looking at hispanic women raised their daughters just to be wives like that's it that okay. is this is what you are good for yeah versus black women raise their daughters to be great okay whether you have a man or not right that's how I'm interpreting it. So go out, start a business, go out and find a passion, go out and not depend on other people. As the definition just said, it shouldn't be, you know, if you bite the hand that feeds you, you should not have to starve. You should have your own means of obtaining sustenance. Right. You should be able to do that. And I, that's that's what I got from it. Right, I, I can understand that too. But if you if you believe if you believe that, then you believe that the other one, you believe that that text that text message too about upkeeping the home and stuff. Like you 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 have to side with the man and not the wife. I thought they were both right okay. in that situation. I don't think anyone was more right than the other person. So if let's say you're working right and you're paying the mortgage and you're doing all of that right, and I'm your wife. And I sit at home all day and you just say, hey, like, could you please, like, could you help me out and get some, like, you know, give me some socks and long johns. And I said, nigga, please, you a grown ass man. You a whole grown ass man. You can get that yourself. No, I haven't done anything, but you pay for my nails. You pay for my hair. 
If I want to go shopping, you pay for that. You know, you you purchase the groceries in the house. You make sure the lights are stay on. You make sure that this place is heated. You know what I'm saying? You make sure that the kids don't have to worry about nothing. You make sure there's cable. You make sure I get you make sure I got CBS all access, no commercials. Hulu, no commercials. You know what I'm saying? So I can watch my real housewives and I got a big ass fucking flat screen TV. I got I even got a TV in my kitchen. You make sure I have all of that. Anything I ask for, if I want a foot massage after you work, you come home and you do that. And all you asking for is some long johns and some socks because I stay at home all day and you got to work. And you don't have time to do that. And I say, you a whole grown ass man. That's okay to you. It's two ways to look at it, right? Three ways. One, why are you married to somebody like that? If nobody, if they can't do anything for you, and I'm not saying, again, women shouldn't live to do everything for a man, but it's like, if you can't do nothing for me, then I need to go. This conversation going right back in a circle, because that goes back to that, that Danny Lee thing. Yeah. The baby getting with somebody that look, the baby feeling like, oh, I got to hunch this person because they look good. Yeah. I have to fuck this person because they look good. You know, now you're like, okay, damn, like this person has my child. I have to be with this person because of that, because you already had a provider mindset, but- the whole, oh, I don't want to do it, but I'm doing it because I feel like I have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to have sex with this person or I didn't want to do that, but I'm not a man if I don't fuck these people. You know what I'm saying? That makes, that might make sense. Like, he put himself, yes, he put no. himself in a position, he put himself in a position to like turn a hoe into a housewife because you fucked and laid down with her, but now you got to deal with the consequences of it. And I'm not calling a girl a hoe. We don't know who you are. We're just like, man, you know, making a scenario. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm with her because she look good. I'm with her because her ass is fat. I'm with her because her titties are big. She got fat ass? I don't know. I'm oh. just saying. I'm just saying. Like, you know, you see, because dudes, I see dudes that date. That's how you have all these people in toxic relationships. Like, why are you with her? Oh, because she look good. Oh, because I can take good Instagram pictures with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see it all the time, all toxic relationships. Like, clearly this girl is illiterate as fuck. But look at young Miami, illiterate as fuck, but because I guess she's cute and what, what, and, and nice skin, she's, gets people to lay with her. That, I mean, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I could understand being in toxic relationships to a certain degree if you get something out of it, but it sounds like in the situation you just pro- provided that the only person really benefiting it's is- ego. That's feeding the ego. That's all it is. That's what you're getting out of it is an ego stroke. This person looks good on your arm. If you walk through the mall, dude's going to look at her. That's stroking my ego because, like, these niggas want her and I'm the one fucking her. Yeah. When in reality, he could fuck her too if he wanted to. That's true. I forgot. I was like, there's three ways to look at it, and I don't forgot the other two. I guess the other <laughs> two was like, okay, it doesn't really take long to just pick up Long John's and some drawers on your day off. Maybe. So I understand it from her perspective, too. Like, nigga, that's something, like, there's never not enough time in the day to do something like that. But I can understand, like, I work, I only work eight hours Monday through Friday, and, like, sometimes on Saturday, I only have two days off. My Friday, I just get off, you know what I'm saying? I come home, but that's just like me a regular work day, you know, go to bed at 8.30 or 9 o'clock, right? And then Saturday is your really only day off because Sunday you're preparing to get ready for your work week, you know? So you only really have one day off to yourself. And I want to spend that time, you know, chill on the couch, drink a beer, maybe roll around the floor with my kids and take the dog for a walk. And I'm pretty sure that this man buys his own beers. I feel like most men, even if the wife is taking care of the home, when it's time to drink or turn up or do whatever, that's you got to get that. Well, maybe because I, I think about it. I only think about it for myself. And, you know, I purchase beer when I go grocery shopping. Yeah. So I keep the refrigerator stuff. I know, OK, hey, my husband likes to have beer and he likes to have, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, cigars or some shit. When I'm going grocery shopping, I do my every two week grocery shopping. That refrigerator is going to be stocked with beer and the cabinet or whatever is dry and I, from a direct sunlight, <laughs> is going to have the cigars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, but that's, that's. I feel like it's more of a team effort. People look at it like, you could look at, oh, he's a grown man and you are independent and you solely take care of yourself. And this is kind of like, I'm going to, like, we're in one big box, but inside the box, like, she has her own separate box and you have your own separate box, right? And you guys share a little tunnel to the kid box. 
you know, the kids are in this one box, so y'all share a tunnel to that one, but each, but the adults have their own independent, you know, but it's like, that's not how, if, you, if you're married, I don't think that's how marriage is supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be more so like, we are all to, in this together. So wherever you're falling, let me pick up. You know, if my if my if my third cup starts to get empty, that's where you fill that one up for me, and vice versa. You know, yin and yang, lightness and dark. That's how I feel, and maybe not everybody sees it that way. Obviously. Yeah, I saw a lot of people. Basically, everybody was agreeing with the man in the situation. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't show. I mean, I guess that does kind of lean towards the uh, the balance thing that you were saying. Yeah. But um, we're we're getting one very one sided uh perspective on the situation. Yeah. Because we don't see her side. Like we 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 can only speculate on what her role in the relationship is, but we know that he sees himself as the provider and this and that. You know. Right, but you see, she but like again, I think that she was just. I think she's exhausted, like exhausted with the relationship itself. Like, yeah, we don't, like, we don't know what she been through. Because when, when women, <laughs> when women don't like, because you know, if we get triggered, we send, if we care, we send long text messages. <laughs> like that shit is like a, a book. And then when we start to not care, that's when you get the um, travel. Okay. Well, yeah, all right. Well, however you feel. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel you on that, man. Well, um, I want to expound on that on a later episode, but I think it's about time to wrap this one up. That CBD starting to kick in. By the way, today's flavor is uh, what's it was a Whispering. Dom Perignon. Yeah, it's uh, the Palms by Whispering Angel. If you have not tried Whispering Angel, you got to try Whispering Angel first, then go to the Palms. Whispering Angel is really, really good. It's a rosé, a white, a white. So she say, I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not particularly uh, impressed by it. That one was a little fruity. I got to get you to Whispering Angel. I'm going to get you Whispering Angel next time so you can test that one. Yeah. But it's a Dom Perignon. If you were interested in like luxury candies, um, Sugarfina actually has champagne bears and they use the Dom Perignon to um, oh, Okay. That's what's up. See, if I'm going to drink bears. something that fruity, I need it to be champagne. I oh my need God. it to be heavily carbonated. We'll go to Atlanta one weekend and we'll get some um, champagne bears and like peach bellinis and stuff. Like a whole bunch of sugar-free and candy and then put the champagne bears inside the Dom Perignon, the, the Whispering Angels. That's how you're supposed to serve it. With it on the inside. I'm how about saying. no? Yeah. <laughs> put the gummy bears on the inside of the Dom Perignon. I don't... I've never been one... I mean, like, I, I'd take a... And jello shots is just like if it's there and it's nothing else, all right. But I'm not rushing for anything I like think that. I'm the most seductive jello shot eater in the world. Maybe not in the world, but like I feel like I haven't seen anyone seductively. I, I always feel uncomfortable with myself, but like I don't know any other way to eat. <laughs> I don't know what, any other way to eat. You just suck the jello out the cup? No, like I take my tongue and I like go around, I cut like around the rim, cut it all up around the ah. I, like, go around. Oh my god, I bet niggas <laughs> used to love watching you, bro. You're <laughs> supposed to use your pinky, up. bro. Pink? Oh, I ain't put my finger in it. It's jello, my guy. Uh-uh, I'm not putting my finger in the cup. I'm not doing that. Then my fingers be sticky. I just use my tongue, all right? You don't mind the bottom of your chin dripping in sucrose? It's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna, I'll never have any drip. I never have a drip. I'm hard. <laughs> And I can identify because I ain't got no drip either. <laughs> That's what the young kids say anyway, right? Oh, God. We used to say swag a lot. Now, drip to me is like the clap. <laughs> I don't want to hear you say you got That's what I'm saying. Like, when I heard drip, I was confused. Like, oh, my I drip too so hard. Confused. I was like, oh. I was like, Ew. <laughs> yeah, this All is the I number one song? I immediately thought pus yeah. and penis. <laughs> pus and penis. That's all I thought about. Like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Gonorrhea. Side effects may include pussy penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting, pussy man. Pussy penis. Put, pus dripping out the penis. That's oh, my crazy. God. Yeah, my vast deference got a little leakage. <laughs> or urethra. Whatever. I got a little, a little seepage. Yeah, a little seepage. <laughs> What's that word they use when you have like... My pus seeps out my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that now on one call. I'm sorry, sir. What? <laughs> what is the issue? The, you gotta put the, the phone on mute. The pus the seeping fuck? out the penis. That's crazy, man. Pus is seeping out of my penis. 
That's how I envision it. Oh, man, I'm glad you have the better mic between the two of us because that shit would have fucked somebody's ears up. I remember when I was doing Swamp Top, man, we had one episode and we was using like that rock band mic. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. But the audio would like cut in and out so that I had to like adjust or whatever. But then it, when it would cut in, it would literally like one person commented like, bro, you literally just blew my fucking yeah, my earphone, my headphones. <laughs> I blew the whole speaker yeah. out the headphones. This shit was so loud. I felt bad for boy, but um, this has been another episode of Wet Shrimp, man. Like I said, we are available anywhere you can think of on both social media and streaming platforms. So make sure you pick us up. Uh, go ahead and press play. Tell a friend. Um, there's there's no incentive to you telling a friend other than you know spreading the good word. Look what Christianity did. You know, one person <laughs> wrote a book and then. Look where it's at right now, man. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, compare us to God or nothing like that. But I want to I would like a a, a decent spread. We gods. <laughs> we are gods. Um, Everything, every living being is part of God. Right. And that's facts. Um, but I want to thank you all for listening. Um, please make sure to subscribe if you are on a channel that allows follow. Rate us. Rate us. Leave comments and uh, feedback and reviews. You should be able to do that now on Google by the way so um you can comment on it like it's a business like it's uh something like kind of like yelp so you know say we provide excellent service give us five stars and uh send us worn panties <laughs> please don't <laughs> um all right well well i am jay and i'm c we are the demarcos and it's been another episode of west shrimp peace <laughs>